0: Sharks. Street Sharks. There's way more words to that song, but it was way too long to learn. Street Sharks. I never liked that show. Uh, I think I wanted to like it better than I did. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also, like originally I was going to do Step by Step, Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: I watched the intro to that, and that I've decided the 90s, there were theme songs everywhere. Like we know we've talked about Fresh Prince. Yeah. But I thought that was more the exception because I remember it so well. Mm Mm-hmm. But then I watched step by step, and I thought it was just step by step, day, day by day. day. We'll make it better the second time around. But no. Oh,
2: there's way more.
0: In there's way more in between all that. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, fuck. All right. what? what how else can Russ be clever? So I, so I went. Do you remember Supermarket Sweep? Uh-huh. I fucking love Supermarket Super, Sweep. The,
2: Supermarket Sweep was awesome.
0: I would watch Supermarket Sweep if it was being... On TV right Fucking now. Fucking
2: Guy Fieri has a show kind of like it, and I don't, I don't, all I know is like there are grocery carts involved, mm-hmm. and I don't want to watch it just because it's Guy Fieri, but part of me is like, but what if it's Supermarket Sweep? <laughs> Could you handle a little bit of Supermarket Sweep? Maybe. <laughs>
0: Uh, but I, so I watched, like, I didn't remember their theme song or, or anything, but I went ahead and, and I YouTubed, I watched the full, I didn't watch the whole thing. I skipped around. Mm-hmm. There is a three minute theme to that and there's no words. So I doubt that it ever actually lasted three whole minutes or right. it may have been over the credits or whatever. Yeah. But there's someone out there that composed three minutes of music mm-hmm. for supermarket suite. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And then probably three minutes for each of the shopping-based shows that aired before Supermarket Sweep mm-hmm. that never seemed to have the staying power. Oh, supermarket There was the Sweep. one in the mall where they had to run around the mall. That one didn't last very long. That one lasted maybe like a season, maybe a year, yeah, something. We, um, we
0: need to explain to all of the, uh, the people that are younger okay. than us.
2: Picture a game show that takes place in a supermarket. You're right. Oh, come
0: on. There's so much more than that. But the, the high point, though, was... They had to compete by running around and trying to spend the most amount of money right. in their so, shopping basket. So,
2: like, like every, uh, so every game show from the like mid eighties to mid nineties was answer trivia questions to get something, some amounts of something. Mm-hmm. Next round, use those some amounts of something, and then final round uh, was. Basically, like a a solo version of the of the middle round, right? Mm-hmm. So round one, you're answering uh, supermarket-themed questions, mm-hmm. grocery grocery questions, right? Yes. Grocery trivia. Second round, based on how good you did there, you get uh, I think a ten-second head start for every question you got right. Yes, uh, and then. So you have, you want to get as much time in the supermarket as possible because you want to go, you want to grab six. I think you were allowed to get six of each item. Yep. So you want to grab all those turkeys. So they'd
0: grab the expensive things. They'd get the turkeys, mm-hmm. the meats, uh, diapers were a big one. They but always then, got diapers. Yeah.
2: But then get the giant inflatable, uh, Heinz 57 ketchup bottle. Cause yes. that was worth 500 bucks.
0: Yep. Yep. They had to get the special things, uh, And, like, I always would watch it, and I would be like, what are those actual turkeys? Because they're obviously just foam packaged to look like a turkey. uh, Yeah, I don't know. Or something. But there's no way they were real fucking turkeys. This wasn't a real supermarket they were running around in.
2: Yeah. Maybe it was like, we brought in all this meat, and now we throw out spoiled meat every day.
0: (laughs) Well, they would have recorded five in one day. Yeah. Uh, But it was great. And it really needed a theme song. And
2: then the third one is... Okay, you're given a clue, and that clue will send you to something in the supermarket, which also has a clue that will send you to another thing in the supermarket that will send you to a third. Okay, it was a little third thing. It's a little
0: scavenger hunt, and
2: then you had to bring that back to the. Yeah, so super- if you
0: came back with Tabasco sauce, it was worth like a thousand dollars or whatever, right? So, but because like that was the special got, item.
2: Yeah, you got, but no, the uh, yeah the third round, but the third round was like the grand prize, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like blah 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 blah. oh god it's oreos go to the oreos find the find the oreo with the clue on it yep and then um oh oh shit that's tied that's tied let's go to the tide let's find the Tide that has the clue on it and then oh shit what's the third thing that's in a grocery store baking soda arm and hammer and then they find the arm and hammer and then you freak out ah, and, confetti comes down and shit
0: i think i had a particular reverence for this show because i did a lot of grocery shopping as a very young age
2: also let's the show was on lifetime
0: was it yes <laughs> the show was on lifetime there was definitely a television st- for women there was definitely a stint probably between 8 and 12 where i watched a hell of a lot of game shows oh yeah a hell of a lot
2: of game shows like i thought you were gonna say a hell of a lot of lifetime and i was like yeah, it's all supermarket sweep and <laughs> Golden girls for me. Oh, and designing women, designing women, golden girls, and supermarket sweep. But I did an awfully
0: lot of uh, grocery shopping as a child.
2: That's kind of weird.
0: So uh, my mom babysat most of the time, most of my childhood. Uh, so w- we went through a shit ton of groceries, and she was very coupony. So she would get. Have make my dad go out and get multiple copies of the Sunday paper. Mm-hmm. So she would get like three copies, for example, of each one. And then we would go to the grocery store. Everything had a fucking coupon mm-hmm. and she would get three of everything to max out the coupons. And I would go through the register. My sister would go through the register. My mom would go through the register mm-hmm. to get three times the amount of prego and macaroni and cheese and all that shit. Yeah. But to save the time when I when we got old enough, my mom would split it. Probably not split it evenly. We would Mm -hmm. take 25 percent, my sister and I, Mm -hmm. and go get 25 percent of the grocery shopping and stuff. Uh, And I have a distinct memory of my mom telling me that somebody came up and complimented her about the behavior of my sister and I. Uh, And I remember that and I felt super good. But I really feel like that's one of my mom's lies that she would tell (laughs) to, to, to boost my ego. Like, I don't think I mean, we were being fine. Mm hmm but I don't know if somebody that worked there really came up and complimented her on how well behaved we were.
2: She was just like trying to gaslight you into becoming a better child. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's a total. I told you she
0: right before she died, she was still doing it. Remember me telling you that? Uh, I took her to the doc. I took her to the doctor. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, we're going in and she's like, do you hear the nurses talking? They said you were cute. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) (laughs) shut the fuck up, mom. (laughs) Like, (laughs) That's, I obviously didn't say that. I was just, but like at that, at that point it was beyond embarrassing or frustrated. It was like endearing. Like charming. Like she's still trying so hard. Like you have two grandkids from me. (laughs) I know that I'm a monster and that's fine. (laughs) I've gotten past that. You don't need to boost me up with that. Okay. Tell me I'm a good dad and then I can believe that. You know what I mean? Like give me something that, uh, but at the same time it was like, She's still got it. That's yeah. really nice.
2: And then was there just like a 1% of you was like, maybe they did say I was cute. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no. I mean,
0: yeah, no, there's nothing there. Uh, <laughs> it was more just like, I'm glad that she did it, not for that reason, but yeah. just like, it was still her just yeah. trying. Yeah. And now I made myself sad. Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
2: Yay. <laughs> Speaking of sad things. <laughs> what do you got? I mean, I was just going to go into
0: Monkey Shines. Oh, okay. Monkey Shines. <laughs> uh, directed by George Romero.
2: Is this your first George Romero movie? On the podcast, probably.
0: Yeah. Oh, you said you've seen you've seen Night of the Living Dead.
2: Right. We watched that in high school together. In yes. uh, history class? Yeah, we watched that in history class. Yes. That's how we learned about history. Yeah.
0: We also watched... Uh, that and Invasion
2: of the Pod People. That's what
0: I was going to say. We also watched that in history class. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in
2: English class, we watched uh Bonnie Python and the Search for the Holy Grail. Yeah.
0: Are are your videos still that prevalent? We need to ask Loud Jason.
2: Uh, I mean he would be an authority, but one of my favorite John Mullaney bits is um he said about one night he was out with some friends and like they brought their friends and one of them was a teacher, and she it was she was like getting wasted and he was like hey don't you have to put in a shift at school tomorrow and she was like "Ah, i'll just show a video (laughs) and he was like that's why teachers show videos
0: (laughs) i do i still every once in a while like my wife is a teacher loud jason teaches Mm -hmm. we we just hung out with a principal and loud jason was a former principal right Mm -hmm. it still kind of blows my mind every once in a while like there's somebody that's like oh it's fucking Principal, loud Jason, yeah, God, here he comes! Oh yeah, and meanwhile we're just like busting balls like, left like, and right. It, and stuff, he'll like... make
2: like the goofy joke, and we're like ah, <laughs> and then he'll make the same goofy joke in class, and kids are like, "Fucking, I can't believe he still does that. You <laughs> think he would have learned? Uh,
0: yeah, we're old. <laughs> this yeah. is sort of the the point of that yeah. story. Like
2: <laughs> the youth of the nation,
0: uh, monkey shines synopsis
2: uh so what if you were like hey do you want to watch a movie that's that's like good but also might be the most fucked up thing you've ever seen watch (laughs) monkey shines
0: was that your synopsis or your review (laughs) both everything
2: it was it was all the things I feel like I don't need to say anything more. <laughs> I will because I like to hear myself talk, but I don't feel like I need to. Uh,
0: so, Monkey Shines I, is really a weird movie for me, yeah. man. Like, some of the things are like almost incompetent, but then there's other things that are really well done. Yeah, uh, there's a definitely a degree of crazy.
2: I, I, like, okay, the premise of the movie is it's about a dude who is a quadriplegic. And he gets a helper monkey. A, a new but, quadriplegic. Right. Uh, he's settling into his quadriplegia. Don't know if that's a word. I'm going with it. Uh, and, yeah, gets a, a, a helper monkey, and the helper monkey turns evil. But, like, he doesn't get the helper monkey until f- 48 minutes into an hour and 53-minute movie. hmm And you're just like, ugh. Like, it's not bad. Like, everything that's happening is like whatever, but it's like there's so much more to this movie, and like this monkey hasn't gone ape shit at all. (laughs) And then, like, they start bonding, you're like, damn it, this monkey's gonna go ape shit, and like, I don't want it to. It's so cute, and look, it's like tugging him, yeah, and like it's part human, and I don't want it to. And it's giving
0: the finger to Nurse Ratchet,
2: yeah, fucking (laughs) Nurse Ratchet. (laughs) Which who His I name love was Marianne, by uh, the way. Yes,
0: who I love that they call Nurse Ratchet. Like he calls her <laughs> yeah. Nurse Ratchet, though. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. So we'll start at the beginning. Uh-huh. So, uh, dude, they make it very clear this dude is a runner. Like they show him stretching naked. By the way,
2: right. So that's my, that's well. My first actual note is, what does the title mean? Later, I answer that. <laughs> uh, but my second note is, I love when movies show, like nudity that's not gratuitous you know like uh it was it was presumably warm out and they were in bed together and they were both naked and it wasn't like oh like you know there's boobs and then she had to cover up her boobs or anything it's just like they're naked and then like when i'm in my room i am either i'm like 95 percent of the time naked 4% 4% of the time getting naked and 1% of the time getting unnaked. Uh Which is my least favorite time in my room.
0: So that means there's never a point when you were clothed in your room. I want to point never, that out. Never fully.
2: <laughs> never fully. Like
0: you, by the time you put that last sock on, you've, you've crossed the threshold
2: into the right, hallway. Right, I'm hopping into the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, Or okay. hopping out into the hallway. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, and it's just like, yeah, he's doing naked stretches. Which, yeah. I, like, I would totally do. I have done... Naked calisthenic things. When I was like, I'm gonna get in shape. I'm gonna I'm gonna do like ten pushups before bed, and that's gonna be that's gonna that's gonna give me swole. Yo, <laughs> those are naked pushups.
0: Uh, I'd be scared of my junk rubbing on the carpet.
2: Uh, I don't know. I think at this point I got so much thigh meat. It's like a nice. It's like a cup. It just wraps <laughs> around is like a a protective barrier
0: (laughs) you're you're like good luck hitting me in the balls can't even can't get through that yeah Uh, so but they make a very big effort to show you how physical and this dude loves his body Mm -hmm. like when he's most thankful for anything it's his legs and they're just immediately taken from him in the worst shot of this movie yes he gets hit
2: by a truck and then like Shore upwards it, it, as bricks go flying yeah. everywhere. It's
0: like a, a Perrier up, yeah. up <laughs> it just spins. I like
2: much you can but whatever. uh Remember, uh remember the
0: the little spinny fairies the girls got when mm-hmm. we were in elementary school that you'd pull it and then they. One spin of my it.
2: favorite America's funniest home video. When it goes ever. in the fireplace, <laughs> yeah, she pulls. It's the first time she's ever pulled it Christmas morning, and immediately goes in the fireplace. Yeah, I like when children are sad sometimes. <laughs> Uh, yeah. but yeah, he like perries up as, and I, I, I do appreciate the shot of the brick shattering. Yes, was, dude, that's the metaphor for his body shattering. I was yes. like, okay, he's he's doing it a little arty.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then he grows a wicked fucking beard mm-hmm. in the next X number of months or yeah. weeks. Uh, that is an impressive beard.
2: Mm-hmm. It really it's is well groomed.
0: It is, uh. And he's quadriplegic, so they have a big party, a little shindig, to celebrate his quadriplegia.
2: And the tooch for saving his life.
0: Yes, thank you, Stanley Tucci, for saving my life. And your head looking like you're 50 and your body looking like you're 22.
2: Yeah, which, yeah, that's the Stanley Tucci. Like, he, if, there are two versions of that, which is uh, the good-looking version is the tooch. And then the horrible looking version is the Clint Howard. <laughs> yeah. So like when it goes That's right, true. when it goes wrong, Clint Howard
0: is what you get when you try to put Stanley Tucci through the, the teleporter on the fly mm-hmm. and something is wrong. We tried
2: to make a tooch
0: and we got, Clint we Howard. tried to play God. <laughs> Like, oh, we, we deserve everything Clint we Howard. <laughs> Clint Howard is a gem. I really love him. And I love the fact yeah. that he would probably be laughing at these jokes oh, yeah. right now. Like, he knows. I've told you I met him, and he was a super, super cool dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He would be on board I'm with sure these
2: I'm his, sure his his brother has, you know, I'm sure he he's not really wanting. But I'm sure his brother has slipped him a few, like, yeah, you can go. Go go renovate your pool.
0: I imagine if there's anything that he doesn't find funny, it's the brother joke. (laughs)
2: Like, I
0: feel like he would be like, ha ha, Jeff Goldblum tried to teleport me. Don't make fun of me, my brother. (laughs) I'm my own man. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so Stanley Tucci is... uh, I was on Star Trek, damn it.
2: (laughs) He was on Andy Griffith for like eight years.
0: Uh... I was on two episodes. They brought me back. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Stanley Tucci, uh, he comes back. His mom has hired uh, a nurse who turns out to be a total bitch mm-hmm. to stay with him while he... Uh, indefinitely, right? Right. Um,
2: and she uh, is a nightmare. She's a horrible person. So, obviously, though, those people exist, right? People who... Bad people? No, people who are like 24-7 nurses? Yes. I don't understand why they do it. Like, I go to my job so that all the times that I'm not at my job, I can do stuff.
0: Well, she's not really working 24-7. She might be on call or have to be around 24-7. Well, she
2: lives there. I mean, she's moved in there.
0: Yeah, but you're not always on. Like, they show her reading a magazine and right. stuff like that.
2: I don't know. It's just, like, living at your job. That just seems weird. Um, but it turns out, uh, Tooch isn't exactly
0: the uh, the man that we... And the doctor that we hoped he would be.
2: No, the uh, the naked lady from the, the opening, who, obviously, they had a, a seemingly great relationship. She has found the... Uh,
0: she got touched
2: She has found the process uh, of being the girlfriend through this difficult, and has left. Which uh, so Jeffrey is like, you know, telling her, telling him, uh, what's the guy's name? Beardy. Yeah, Beardy. What's his name? Quadriplegic. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Jeffrey tells Q that. Uh, like, Hey man, like everything's going to be okay. And if she can't handle it and she leaves you, then fuck her. And then he's like, I can't, which is a funny quadriplegic joke. Cause he can't fuck her. <laughs> yes,
0: Right. Uh, but I, I do love that character. So this is like a guy that, that does, uh, he's doing research on monkeys and things. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's a scientist guy. And I love their relationship because he's not the best friend in that like he misses his homecoming thing because he's preoccupied with work, mm-hmm. but they're the kind of friends that he shows up and he's just like starts talking to him. He's not even talking to him about his accident or right. being a quadriplegic. He he makes himself at home. He gets himself a beer out of this dude's fridge, right. and they just immediately start like making fun of each other and things. You know, like yeah. that's a real relationship. I really like these two. The right. dynamic it's not, between it's not these like two. That.
2: It's not that relationship where it's like it's completely one sided and he's just always a douchebag. It's just like, no, sometimes he fucks up, but all is forgiven. Type of more because he'll come through yeah. when he needs him. Like exactly, he would, yep. Uh, but my point is later in the movie when uh, when they first bring the monkey to uh, Q. I don't remember the joke there, but Jeffrey goes, "Ah, quadriplegic joke." See, he's doing better already. It's like, no, he did made a quadriplegic joke twenty minutes earlier in the movie, man. You just weren't paying attention, <laughs> and it was a better one too.
0: It was, uh, yeah. I think I, I think I like this guy, the, the quadriplegic that we don't know his name. Mm-hmm. I think I do like him. Like he might be a little insufferable at times like he commits tries to commit suicide yeah so so i suppose if you want to call somebody that is ready to commit suicide insufferable a little bit because they're feeling down on themselves you can't yeah i mean uh, like you
2: said he was all about his body and then his girlfriend left him and, yes yeah uh i kind of love the way he tried to kill himself actually
0: yeah like so he's quadriplegic mm-hmm. so all he basically did was like stick his head into like a a, a dry cleaner bag mm-hmm Cause he couldn't raise his hands to get out of there. So there's right. nothing else for him to do. It was like the most simple suicide. Have you seen the life of David Gale?
2: It sounds so familiar.
0: Laura Linney and,
2: uh, uh I feel like pervy
0: McDavid, uh, Kevin Spacey.
2: Uh, I don't think I have. I think it's one of those that like, I think I traded that with someone with uh house of D and I was like, you have to watch this. And she was like, you need to watch this. And then uh, I never gave her her DVD back. Yeah. Uh, and I think
0: I sold it. It's pretty great. Unfortunately, Kevin Spacey's in it. Yeah. He went from somebody that I really, really liked that I can't look at anymore.
2: I, I, ha- I think I have... Maybe it is out of I have to or I'll go crazy because of everything, but like I've been able to separate Art and artist. Yeah. Like I can still watch Seven. Seven's still great. His performance is still amazing and he's still a gigantic horrible asshole. So. Like it's the 10 year coming like it's the 10 year anniversary of Michael Jackson's death. He probably did some not cool things with kids. His music's still great. I don't have to worship him he can still be an asshole and make good music.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen the most recent things. Like there was just a new documentary about him. Uh, mm-hmm. and I don't know where that fell, but I'm way less convinced that he did things.
2: Uh, the documentary uh, until, falls really hard on. He did things.
0: I know, I know that, but that's what yeah. I, having not seen that or whatever, Yeah. like, uh, one of the things that I remember when I first heard him say it, and it was super weird was he was talking about like sharing your bed with kids and like, it's, the the most, uh, the most <clears throat> like intimate thing you can do. And he was like, and I don't mean sexual. I just mean intimate. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't get that. And then like I had kids and I was like, I totally get that. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know if I could do it with somebody that's not my kids. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll go down the Michael Jackson rabbit
2: hole. I'm, I have a hard time giving another stranger a high five. So definitely wouldn't want another person's kid in my bed. Yeah. <laughs> okay
0: uh are you trying to convince me or yourself
2: Mm, the nation
0: (laughs) uh all right so we said he's cheating he's got a friend uh who's been fucking with monkeys
2: yeah he's been he made a serum out of what is definitely half of a calf's brain but he says is a whole human brain
0: yeah i was like is that a baby brain did you yeah. get that from a baby? <laughs> I think he did say as a little girl.
2: So, did he? Yeah, it was oh, like a girl who was in an accident or something. Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was definitely like half of a calf's brain. For sure. Yeah, and uh, he made a serum out of that. Like a prop guy
0: dropped it or something. Yeah. Like he's walking to set and drops it. And George was like, "What the fuck? All right, give me another brain. I only I only got this one, and I stepped on it. You only got one brain, and you stepped on it. You were the worst prop guy ever." Here, I'll just cut it in half. Larry. Be good. <laughs> um, so he's been fucking with monkeys, and he ends up deciding what he's going to do is give his friend one of these monkeys.
2: He found out another researcher who's training monkeys. yep, he's like, "Well, what if I give you a monkey? Could you train it? But this monkey's like super smart. I'm talking like way smarter than those dumbass monkeys you've been training.
0: Yes, because this is the super monkey mm. and he gives him super monkey and she trains the shit out of him.
2: okay did I just did I miss something? Does he ever inject? Uh, the quadriplegic with the serum?
0: No, I don't think so. Okay.
2: So how did
0: How did they like become yeah. cyclically linked? Yeah. I ass- Is it
2: is it when he drank his blood? But uh, he was already like going crazy at no, that point. No, he was
0: already going crazy at that point. I thought it was like because of their bond. Maybe. Like they make big efforts to show you how they're they're bonding and everything, right. and it starts to be this really relationship between the two of them that's what i thought and then
2: jeffrey ods on the serum and gets this monkey shines yes they 100 percent mean shine as in the shining right is that a thing is uh, the shining a thing outside of the shining
0: the i think it's become a thing but all steven so Stephen king is criticized like he just takes something and just renames it so he renames aliens tommy and he renames uh uh telekinesis not telekinesis. I guess it's telekinesis and telepathy, sh- the Shining. Uh, yeah.
2: So, but is Monkey Shines referring to the Shining? I always thought so. Okay. Because that's my note. Is, oh, it just means the Shining.
0: That was always my thought.
2: Yeah. So they give them the monkey and they bond like the monkey dances. Haha, and then the monkey hugs him, and it's so cute. Mm-hmm. And they bond and have fun, and they yell at the the nurse together. Yeah,
0: and the doesn't like the nurse. I was getting ready to say that, and then you said it, but I'd already tried to start interrupting you. (laughs) Worked out well. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Uh, and then he starts seeing things that seem fucked up. Like, he really wants... uh, Where do we... Who starts... Is it the nurse that's the first one to go? It's the parakeet. The parakeet. He really fucking hates this parakeet. He hits
2: the parakeet, and then... Uh, she puts him to bed one day and she's all like pissed off at the monkey. I don't, I never understood, like, they didn't build that relationship enough, like, why she's pissed off at the monkey. Like, I feel like this movie took so long to build all the characters and their relationships that this is one that they've missed. It's kind of an important one because it kind of propels the whole rest of the thing forward. But she hates the monkey and he's like, fuck you, like, the monkey's part of the household. Uh,. And then the bird, like, lands on his face and starts flapping in his face and just fucks with his face. Like, pecks at his eyes. And, like, he can't do anything.
0: There was a Tales from the Crypt that ended that way. Like, the dude was paralyzed and then left out for vultures to eat him.
2: Oh, that's fucked up.
0: Yeah, it was awesome.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, then... It yeah. might have been the Tales from the Crypt comic book. Or both. Hmm. Go ahead. So, the monkey's like... Tales from the Crypt. Okay. <laughs> The monkey's like, I'm gonna fuck up this parakeet, and he goes and he reaches in the cage and he fucks up that parakeet, yeah, and puts it in her slipper.
0: Meanwhile, quadriplegi is having a dream mm-hmm. that that's happening,
2: uh, and he
0: basically wished it into existence. Yep. He's like, "Well, that was kind of fucked up. I wish that into existence." Mm-hmm. Uh, then he kills the nurse the exact same way.
2: Yeah, I don't. How does he? I don't remember how he kills the nurse. Don't remember. Uh, and then he kills the tooch and the cheating lady with a fire yeah but monkey but all animals are afraid of fire russ uh
0: not this natural instinct not this monkey bro he's smart
2: oh uh okay so yeah just evil monkey and then he's like get the monkey away from me uh but hey trainer lady How about we have the weirdest sex scene in movie history?
0: I like this sex scene in that it's an unusual sex scene. Like, they're obviously into each other. This is the the monkey trainer. Mm -hmm. And she just, like, comes and sits on his face. Yeah. And comes. (laughs) I like what you did there. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it is. It's, like, an intimate uh, thing, and it's kind of cool. Like, she's using the stuff that he uses to get in and out of bed mm-hmm. to hold herself up so she can sit on his face and not smother him. That would have been a unique turn. It's like uh, the,
2: yeah, like but the, also
0: the predecessor to world's greatest dad. They're
2: doing, <laughs> they're doing this in the barn with all the monkeys and all the monkeys are going monkey shit. <laughs> so like they're trying to do their thing while all the monkeys are going crazy. I can respect that that choice. Uh, I've
0: heard, read, definitely not seen, but like people that are are in an accident like that or whatever, their body rewires itself so they can have orgasms just from like being nibbled on the ear and stuff like that. Hmm. Like, I was like, that's awesome.
2: Is that does it also physiologically, or is it just a brain orgasm? No,
0: I think I assumed that it was just your brain. Hmm.
2: That's cool yeah uh yeah I so, don't think
0: that he's ejaculating at that point yeah
2: so he gets a second opinion and turns out that uh the accident may have just been a coincidence and he may uh, and he may just have a congenital thing and then another surgery could could help him out potentially. Yeah,
0: because the tooch sucked
2: apparently yeah uh and so this is, this is good news, but the doctor says, I want I want you to move something on your own. When you can move something on your own, then I'll cut into you.
0: And he slapped the doctor and said, I will not do that. Don't tell me what to do.
2: <laughs> uh, so they're like, well, whatever. Uh, I guess we'll go back home. And uh, his mom shows up again. Or his mom, I guess, his, his mom has been taking care of him this whole time since the... The, oh, she doesn't die. She retires, doesn't she? Don't know. Yeah, the nurse retires. Whatever. She she's out of there. The mom's taking care of her, and he's he's like, I'm a changed man. Like I'm sorry that I've been an asshole this whole time. Is this
0: when she's giving him a sponge bath? Yes.
2: <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry I've been an asshole this whole time, and uh, she's all jealous because. Now he's got another lady Mm -hmm. potentially to take care of him, and she's supposed to be the one taking care of him. Yep. So she's already pissed off, and he's like, "I, you know, I just feel like this weight's been lifted off of me. And then all of a sudden, like, oh shit, the monkey's here. Yeah. I feel like I'm starting to get pissed off. Mom, don't piss me off. You wouldn't like me when I'm pissed off. (laughs) And guess what? She didn't like him when he was pissed off. Nope. Does Didn't go great. The, the monkey does the thing on the tag on the hairdryer that says you don't do. What's it do? It throws the hairdryer in the bath.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not since Bill Murray tried to kill himself in, <laughs> in Groundhog Day with a toaster.
2: I always loved that he, like, uh, he has toast in there. Like, he puts in, <laughs> puts it down in there. Um. Uh, yeah.
0: luckily he fights back with this monkey. This is the moment that everything's going bad and he ends up just noshing on that monkey.
2: Right. So Jeffrey comes back, comes with poison. Uh, the, the final battle, the monkey gets the poison in him. Uh, she's the lady shows up. Monkey's trying to poison her. And he's like, Hey, uh, you, why don't you put I'll uh, put on some music and he moves his hand to turn on the music and he's like come on like dance with me like come on and the monkey gives him a hug cuz it's cute and he fucking gnashes on the back <laughs> of that no- that monkey's <laughs> neck and whips it like fucking willow smith whipping her hair back and forth i don't get that
0: reference at it's all it's
2: pop culture just go with me okay i whip my hair back and forth it's will smith's daughter uh he just yeah he just whips the shit out of this monkey With his, just going back and forth. Fun
0: fact, they actually killed six monkeys for those takes. Hmm. He just, he actually just bit into their necks and flung (laughs) them around. It was, yeah, they're actually an endangered species, too. That killed half the population filming Mm -hmm. this movie.
2: Yeah, poor capuchins. (laughs) Uh, yeah, between this and Friends, man. Cut out tons of them.
0: What's Friends? (laughs) Uh... And they do this other surgery, and yeah. it's the happiest, sappiest ending ever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, Which is fun. I feel like he should have like been on trial for these, mer- I don't know, something. Yeah. Like, like there should have uh, been something darker time, ending.
2: I feel like that happens a lot when I watch these movies, is I'll get halfway through shit happening, and I'm like, how are they going to explain this? Like, no one's going to believe it's aliens. <laughs> no one's going to believe that Pumpkinhead did this. <laughs> No one's going to believe that like these were they were killed in their dreams by Freddy Krueger. <laughs> like I that's what I want to see. Yes. I want to I want to watch the movie that it's like you think it's this horror movie, but that's just the first half and then yeah. the second half is the the person who survives going on trial for the murder of all their friends. We talked
0: about this kind of stuff. Like I want to see the in-between scenes of like of Jigsaw like going to the store to pick up his special order gears from mm-hmm. the Tractor Supply that ordered them for him. Right. And they fucked up his order, and he's all pissed off. Like he has to put off this because they didn't order the right size gears. Like he 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 asked to speak to the manager and complain because the wrong gears were ordered. I want to see that.
2: And then he like goes out to his van, all just, like grumbling. Goes back, throws this big metal thing on the counter, it's like put your hand in this. <laughs> I'm not gonna put my hand in that. Put your hand in this. I'm not gonna put put your hand. I'm not going to. Oh, fucking. <laughs> Goes and eats a sandwich alone, all pissed <laughs> off.
0: And then he's scrolling through Amazon and just orders the gears on Amazon. <laughs> Fucking treasure supply Company. Uh, yeah. Monkey Shines, weird movie. I feel like it needed to go one way or the other and either be m- more PG-13 so that it could have been a little lighter and spookier. Mm-hmm spookiers and fun spooky yeah or go the other way and be darker and meaner and have that ending where he's convicted of killing his mom or something right
2: i I feel like this movie is like the 80s like this movie is the 80s like
0: they've proved that he can move his hand why couldn't he have moved his hand to throw the thing in at his mom yeah that would have been a cool little thing right like Mm -hmm. the monkey legitimately ruined his life or something yeah uh it's wrapped up a little tight
2: yeah, again the eighties. You, yeah. you kind of have to have a happy. Sure, you have a dude in, a, like, an oversized sweater in the middle of summer, <laughs> and a happy. That is ending. very eighties. Yeah, yeah. That's how you win movies. Ah, all right.
0: Um, I don't have an interstitial planned here, but I came up with one as we were talking. Okay. So my favorite type of whiskey is Canadian whiskey, right?
2: Okay. Favorite genre of whiskey.
0: Uh, and I'm I was looking at this, and I really like this. This is Pendleton blended Canadian whiskey okay I really like this one it's a good good Canadian whiskey but I was like why the fuck is there a a horse and a cowboy like a rodeo style bucking bronco mm-hmm. on this and their tagline is let them buck and this is made in Portland Oregon the home of the most respective rodeos in the country what Pendleton oh, Pendleton I'm sorry Pendleton Oregon Okay,
2: that makes more sense
0: uh, but I don't. Slightly. I don't equate Oregon with rodeos. I don't equate Canadian with rodeos. I don't equate
2: the United States with Canada.
0: I. I, I don't. I mean, to a gr- degree, no. Uh, this is just a mishmash of odd <laughs> things that I was legitimately confused about. Product of Canada. Imported and bottled by Hood River Distillers, Hood River, Oregon, USA, product of Canada. So it must be distilled in Canada, brought into the U.S. to be bottled. Yeah. But then they put, they name it after the place, not where it's made, but where it's bottled. Yeah. It's a weird combo, right? Mm -hmm. Like, let's buck. Like, woo, we take the stuff that somebody else made in another country and bottle it. And we love rodeos.
2: I mean, that's how cars are made. You make all the parts in another country. I,
0: I'm not disagreeing with yeah. like their business thing. I'm I'm confused by their choice of advertising by saying like they named it after the place where they bottle it.
2: Right, but like Okay. You've never been like hanging out with friends and you're like, let's start a band, right?
0: Uh country trilogy, do you remember that?
2: <laughs> Little <laughs> So it's like you're you're gonna You're not going to decide everything about your band right away. The first thing you're going to decide is your name, right? Okay, yeah. I mean, to be fair, that's the only thing I did with my band. Yeah, and then you'll figure out, like, the rest of it later. How are we going to get instruments? Do we even know how to play (laughs) instruments? Uh, What kind of
0: music are we going to play? So you're saying Pendleton was like, we should make some sort of alcohol. Right. Let's... We're going to call ourselves Let's Buck. We really
2: like whiskeys, right? But you know what we really like? We really like Canadian whiskeys. But you know what else? We like a fucking America with our freedoms and shit. (laughs) And having to pay way too much for health insurance. That's what we enjoy. So let's import some Canadian whiskey and bottle it here. And name it after the home where we grew up. Yeah. And love.
0: We take all that socialism out of it when we bottle it here. Exactly. In America. Mm Mm-hmm. That's why it tastes so good. Yeah, it tastes free.
2: Yeah, they filter out the free health insurance and maple syrup.
0: Yeah, they just add some little little spices of homophobia. Yeah. I think I can get some after effects there of some. Yeah, I got homophobia and and uh, uh, yeah, racism.
2: That's what okay. it smells like there. Just uh,
0: institutionalized racism. I got it.
2: It's it's Oregon, so they keep the legal weed in there. Oh yeah, that's part of it. For By sure. By the way, Illinois just. Uh, They just signed legal weed today. Yeah. So, like, we're on two of the four flanks. We're surrounded by legal weed. Yeah,
0: I'm good with that. I got no problems.
2: I feel like Indiana's going to be, like, the 38th state. It's going to be, like, the holdout
0: in the middle. Like, it's just going to be... We're
2: not going to be Alabama or Mississippi, but... Or even Kentucky. But, like, it's going to be like us in Oklahoma are neck and neck.
0: I can see that. That would make sense to me.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I really like Indiana.
0: But I can't say that I'm proud <laughs> that, that that I'm from here.
2: Yeah, I have no pride in it, but I'm not going to leave anytime soon. Yeah. It's cheap to live here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, thanks to global warming, the winters usually aren't that bad thank you well okay warming. every other every other winter is like oh, w- was there winter or oh shit it's October and we just got 83 inches of snow and we have a high of negative 12 tomorrow
0: you know what else would be hot what when you go to the Congo in Congo the movie we watch next
2: mm-hmm. synopsis it's Africa Uh, Congo is a movie uh, that's 83% about walking in the jungle. No,
0: no. I disagree with that number. It's
2: 23%
0: walking in the jungle, 14% flying in a plane, 11% about rafting. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is, I, at some point, The guy that wrote Leprechaun had a take on this where he was like, we need more modes of transportation. Yeah. Let's get a fucking hot air balloon in
2: this bitch to cap it (laughs) off. And then we are good. Like this movie is so front loaded and back loaded with action. And like the middle is just travel, travel footage. Like (laughs) it's like it's like I'm I'm watching Spike TV. And then flip over the travel channel for a bit. Yeah. And they're like, oh, crap, I forgot I was watching Spike TV and flip it back.
0: That's exactly what it is. It's like uh, Ernie Hudson, Laura Linney and Tim Curry, uh, like f- on the travel channel. Yeah. <laughs> they're just doing a tour of, of Africa.
2: And every black person that existed in Hollywood in 1995, except for Denzel Washington and Wesley Snipes. Hmm.
0: I don't know if I recognize anybody other than what? Denzel Washington. Or Ernie Hudson. Mr.
2: Echo, did you not watch Lost? Uh, yeah. Mr. Echo.
0: I don't remember him at all. He's
2: like Ernie Hudson's right-hand man.
0: I don't remember that at all.
2: And then, uh... There's just, like, a bunch of dudes like, oh, I recognize him, he's in stuff. Like, the... the military captain, whatever, that, like, takes them hostage.
0: I got nothing. Uh, overall thoughts?
2: Uh... I remember this movie being terrifying in, like, (laughs) 97. Probably was the last time I watched it. And it's not. And there are gorillas in it.
0: An unknown type of gorilla. And known type of gorillas. And known type of gorillas. Uh, I watched this movie probably a hundred times. And I watched it now and I cannot separate if it is good or bad, but I love every <laughs> fucking second of this movie so much. Even before I'd looked for this for a while, a couple, I'll say for a while, like I'm doing it every week, but I'd look for it a couple times cause I don't own it mm-hmm. to see if it was streaming and it wasn't. And I like found myself down a rabbit hole on like eBay. Like there were action figures that I was like so close to spending like a hundred bucks to get the 10 action figures. Yeah. Uh, and there was, there's a, there's a, board game Mm -hmm. like a congo board game which i don't think is supposed to be good but i also don't want to go down that rabbit hole of buying (laughs) like because i feel like that would be a cool collection to have like weird ips that were turned into some like things that i like ip wise Mm -hmm. uh like there's a few like nightmare on elm street games that are super expensive yeah that are not going to be good but I feel like that would be a fun collection to have. Like, if I didn't have other things that I spend my money on, mm-hmm. like I feel like that would be a fun thing to do. It's just like, I don't want a Nightmare on Elm Street poster. I want the Nightmare on Elm Street board game.
2: But I feel like that's exactly the kind of bullshit you spend your money on.
0: It is. It is. But I don't want to open up that door.
2: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I, I guess that's technically a, a niche that you don't really have represented. I don't. And yeah, you could definitely open the door and therefore the floodgates. Yeah. Uh, my first two notes here, Bruce Campbell, question mark, Mm -hmm. forgot that he was in this. Uh, my second note, Tim Curry, exclamation mark, forgot that he was in this also. I told Uh, you last
0: week, Tim Curry was in this.
2: I don't, I don't even, I didn't even remember what the fuck I had to watch this week. (laughs)
0: Uh, so Bruce Campbell, I really am not a huge fan of incredibly tolerable in this movie. Like I really liked 12 cause, seconds. That he's Cause in it. he was in it for 12 seconds. Number one, he mm-hmm. didn't have enough time to overstay his welcome and overact. Yeah. But even when he was overacting a little bit, that was kind of his character. He's big and he's excited. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think for a peripheral character like that, he was fine.
2: Yeah. Uh, so I watched this with Marianne and she was like, Oh my God, like I, th- everything's coming back to me. Like this movie, like, she's like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, Bruce Campbell. And she was like, yeah, him, Bruce Campbell. Um, Lord Lenny is going to go and find his eyeball. And then, like, five minutes later, like, he discovers the eyeball of the other guy. And she's like, oh, yeah, I knew it was Bruce Campbell on an eyeball, something. <laughs> and so she was just, like, partially remembering every Like, the first... 20 30 minutes were her just yelling, like, What's about to happen at me? And, and be it be one, it was really fun, be
0: one degree off, <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> the whole time. Uh, because
2: the last time she'd seen it was probably also 1997, yes.
0: Uh, so Bruce Campbell, uh, it beats his possibly meets his end. Part of his crew meets his end as they're out looking for diamond. they're looking for something, right?
2: Yeah, he his, finds a diamond and he puts it in a laser and starts a fire,
0: yes. Uh, and he's like, Look at me, dad, you love me now. <laughs> Dad's like, yes, I love you, son. Give me more diamonds. There's an attack. Uh, and I love, I love, I love like this 90s futuristic uh, computer equipment and mm-hmm. stuff. I love it so much where they thought like, everybody thought that all of the, the icons had to be huge. And part of that might be so well, we can see yeah, it as that, the audience. I think that is it. But it's awesome. Yeah. Like, I love it so much. It's like,
2: it's... I mean, the absolute best piece example, 100%, is Jurassic Park. When she goes, oh, a Unix system, I know this. But Unix is all just command line. It's all, pure Linux is just, or pure Unix is just typing on a black screen with a cursor. But this is very graphical.
0: Is that what I would call DOS? (laughs) The DOS screen?
2: Uh, Yes, sure. Yes, that is what you would call the DOS screen. Okay. (laughs) That's <laughs> funny to 2% of the people listening
0: But uh, Yeah uh, yeah. So Laura Linney is like uh, We gotta talk about this now mm-hmm. Always had a crush on Laura Linney Yeah I, I always have Like uh, like even It's to the point where like I've told my wife that So like she shows up in a movie and she's like Oh it's your girlfriend there's Laura Linney <laughs> And I'm like what do you want me to say She's 50 she's very pretty for 50 I don't know what you want going to say
2: Mine wasn't Laura Linney uh, but very much in the Laura Linney uh, wheelhouse. Mine was Helen Hunt.
0: They're definitely in the same wheelhouse. I prefer Laura Linney. And I think it's the same thing is that they're very pretty, but they're also attainable. Mm-hmm. Like
2: they're yeah. not exactly. They're not Cindy
0: Crawford, right? right. They're not Cindy Crawford. Uh, you could have a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Don't let their hair down. They're going to paint the house with you. Yeah. They're not going to stand back and watch you paint. Right. They're they're not afraid to get in there and get dirty. Yeah.
2: Also, but, also like if we're going like a league of their own, I had a huge cross on Gina Davis, uh, from a league of her own. Starting to get out of your league. Yeah, a little bit. But I also liked her sister in that, and she like I could have like I feel like that was one where you could have gone in for Gina Davis got rejected and then just like parlayed your way into the sister maybe. Yeah.
0: But your heart really lied with Icebox still. Um yeah yeah i'm gonna make you watch that just to make you feel like a weirdo like
2: (laughs) i've watched it like as an adult and went okay i can see why i had the crush oh shit don't say that that's not a thing that's not cool to say that's
0: weird uh so gina davis is like uh i'll go find your son and he's like good give me some diamonds and she's like wait you need to tell me that I'm going for your son right right yeah yeah you're totally gonna go get my son
2: yeah I care about my son I just care also about diamonds. my
0: son don't forget those diamonds <laughs> don't let those diamonds hit you on the way out
2: uh, and so since they can't they can't like let anybody know that everyone's dead that this expedition failed, she has to hop on an existing expedition mm-hmm, and just
0: kind of overtake it right and they uh, overtake Peters. Who is a uh, primatologist, primatologist that has over the course of seemingly overnight decided to release an animal who's been held in captivity since the since she was very, very small. Mm -hmm. He has seemingly raised, devoted his career to Mm -hmm. and overnight decided to release her to the wild. Yeah. Uh, Contrary to every reason not to do that, Mm -hmm. like. She would get killed immediately out there. He cannot continue.
2: It's a perilous trip. Yeah. You're going into war-torn Africa.
0: Yes. He, his career will be over. Mm -hmm. He can't continue this research. Right. Uh, There's no reason to do this at all, let alone make this decision. Again, seemingly, literally overnight. Yeah. (laughs) Like watching this, that was the biggest thing that I was like, you did not do a good job at all. Convincing not him. not even
2: overnight. He's like giving the lecture, and then is like, I like goes in and sees, oh shit, she's painting the jungle, and then goes to his boss. And is like, I we gotta we gotta do this, and he's like, no one would ever pay for that. And then Tim Curry's like, aha, but you see, I will pay for that. Yes, <laughs> Tim Curry, who super weird was he standing there the whole
0: time? It, he did the thing in like Wishmaster where. Everybody reacts like he, they didn't know he was there, mm-hmm. but he had to have walked up to them. Mm-hmm. They, Bizarre. Everyone
2: in movies has bad peripheral vision <laughs> and that's what ticks me off. It's true. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, so Amy, we didn't talk about is the gorilla mm-hmm. who can do sign like, oh, it's so late today.
2: Yeah. It's a late one. It's so late.
0: <laughs> who uh, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs>
2: Instead Sorry. of, instead of going, oh, it's so late and turning off your phone. No, you just let it, you're like, ah, oh, it's late. <laughs> Loud
0: Jason's on the way over. Oh,
2: cool. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: um, so Amy is a gorilla. He's taught sign language too. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Amazing. It's yeah. fantastic that we can do that. Not necessarily new.
2: Well, I feel like this movie was like. Hey, Coco the Gorilla, let's write an entire movie about that. What if well, it should be for kids, right? No, what if we make it really fucking scary?
0: No, this is a Michael Crichton <laughs> book that was written like a decade before this movie, bro. This the, I just recently read the Michael Crichton book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, plays the, it does the same thing here that I'm going to talk about in the movie, which is everyone seems fucking shocked that the gorilla can talk. Okay, in the book gorilla just did sign language. The backpack wasn't a thing, mm-hmm. but in the movie, this is a cool idea. There's there's this device that they've created that can translate the movements of sign language into words.
2: It's basically so they don't have to have subtitles.
0: Yes, but that concept is cool, right? Like mm-hmm. that could be a functional thing that someone could use that's deaf, right? Yeah. To communicate, but here's the thing: everybody reacts like like they Amy comes out into this audience of of seemingly intellectuals,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and signs. And everybody literally is saying it's a talking gorilla. It's a talking gorilla. Nobody is fucking realizing this gorilla is just... I think they realize it, but they're emphasizing the wrong part of it. Like, I would still be impressed if I saw a gorilla signing. Don't get me wrong. But they are acting like this
2: doesn't exist. If you were having a conversation with a deaf person in sign language, would you not call that talking? I would. So it's a talking gorilla. I... Boom lawyered.
0: Do you really think that they should that these educated people should react that way? Shouldn't it be more like, oh, they took a gorilla that no sign language and put this device on them? That makes sense. That's a two step process. That is not deserved to be You
2: know you know what uh is would be shorthand for that? Talking gorilla. <laughs> In her no fear I backpack, don't,
0: there there is a guy that literally his jaw drops. Like I think he's eating during the lecture, right? And he's like, oh, "It's a talking gorilla." I've yeah, never he, seen shit. The thing, and then Peter is like, "I just delivered this groundbreaking speech. Let's get rid of my cash cow." Yeah. <laughs> like the next thing he decides to do mm-hmm. is get rid of her, yeah. and there's no moment that he's torn. There's no moment he's like, "She really wants to leave. She wants to go live in the wild." Yeah. But my career no. is just starting. No, Mm-mm. we
2: got to move this fucking plot along so we can get to all these jungle <laughs> scenes. Please don't,
0: please don't take any of these things. Remember, I love every second of this <laughs> so much. The Taco Bell—they made a big point of showing Taco Bell. Do you remember the Taco Bell tie-ins for this movie? No. Oh, there
2: were so many Taco Bell tie-ins. They had—I remember uh, the Taco Bell tie-ins from the movie Godzilla, like uh, from the nineteen ninety-three or nineteen ninety-two. What's his face? God, what's the Matthew Broderick? Matthew Broderick. I think that was like 1998. Whatever, 96, 92, same thing. <laughs> uh,
0: off by half a decade, uh, but so they they did. They had all kinds of toys for this kind of mean movie. Yeah, a Taco Bell for kids for these toys, and I think they had. I don't know if glass was super cheap in the 90s, but, like, all of the, the fast food places had, like, the big, tall glasses with, like, the awesome printing on them. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a thing. You would go for, like, a nickel. You'd get these glass glasses.
2: Yeah, it was like or like, value meals were just becoming a thing. So it was, like, order a value meal and get a free glass. Yeah. I don't get it. Oh, I, I I thought you were going to describe the glasses or something.
0: No, I don't. I'm not 100 percent that the Congo glasses, but okay. I'm equating them the same in my head as just like 90s yeah. promo tie-ins.
2: Yeah, it was obviously it was Happy Meal toys and the like. You know, uh, it was glasses. Uh, and pu- these are big puppets. ass tumblers. Puppets were the other big thing. Yeah, we while. we
0: talked about the Land Before Time puppets. Right,
2: that's a smell
0: that's still ingrained in my oh, brain, yeah. bro. It's the
2: it's it's a very similar smell like. My cousin had uh, My Little Ponies. They're the best smelling things ever. That plastic, that off-gassing that you know is killing brain cells. So good.
0: So here's part of the reason why, like, I don't like bathroom air.
2: Right? Okay. (laughs) So, like, your sense
0: of smell is the only sense that you have that your brain is actually directly interacting with that thing that you're observing, right? Like... I'm seeing you right now, but my brain isn't touching you to see you. But when I smell your shit in the bathroom, you disgusting fucking animal, not you, just anyone that I'm smelling mm-hmm. your shit, your poop is in my brain. Like, literally, poop particles are touching my brain. They're
2: not touching your brain. Yes, they are. They're touching the recept- the olfactory receptacles in your nose.
0: Yeah, and then it travels to my brain. It's in I my body. I
2: don't think it- it's in your body, 100%. Yes, it's I don't, clo- think, I don't think it gets to your brain. I may be wrong, but I feel like every molecule has an olfactory receptor. Okay. It's in my body. Yes. I don't want your poop particles in my body. <laughs> okay.
0: It's too close to my brain. <laughs> don't want it.
2: I don't... What is... I didn't... Okay. Because I talked about off-gassing and killing brain cells. Um... Yeah, derailed everything there. (laughs) Poop particles. Taco Bell. Oh, the other thing that I loved, like McDonald's was like the one that would do this, is like they would have like VHSs, so we got the Indiana Jones VHSs, Uh, but then they did like CDs. I remember they did, Garth Brooks had like four different CDs and you can get like Four different cds or or cassettes yeah I remember cassettes yeah you
0: could choose between them yeah uh burger king had ninja turtle vhs's and mm-hmm. we had all of those i remember getting all those when we moved my parents yeah yeah
2: good times
0: yeah uh so they start their journey laura lenny kind of takes over i never silenced it <laughs> Lerlyn he takes over the uh the thing. Cuz Tim Curry can't pay for the gas. Correct. Don't worry, I'll pay for it. Yeah. Just
2: take me on how mu- your mission. How much is it? 56,000.
0: dollars $56,000. Uh so he she kind of takes over the thing and uh gets him into some really shitty territory.
2: What?
0: They they end up in like a bad zone in Africa oh. like the whole thing is talk fucked. I talking about on the up. plane. Okay? So on the plane, when she's drinking, the monkey. The, the yeah, ape. they make
2: they make her a martini. Uh, but I was like in the zone, like it was suspension disbelief, everything. And at some point on the plane, my brain flipped, and I realized that it's a person in a suit. <laughs> and I, the whole rest of the movie I didn't see a gorilla I saw a person in a suit <laughs> Yeah. and so like at one point they're like wrestling around and having a tickle fight <laughs> and I'm just imagining him tickling some dude in a suit <laughs> and then it turns out it's two ladies which yeah and she and I was talking to Marianne after the movie about this and she's like yeah that's their job they're actors and I was like yeah but it's weird that th- there's just a person in a suit and he's tickling the suit and they can't feel but they have to like I don't know it, I couldn't not see the person in the suit. And then, like, I saw, uh Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was weird.
0: I have a uh, I'm conflicted about how I feel about the apes in this movie. None of them look terrible. No. But none of them ever convinced me that they were an ape either. Right. It is perfectly fine for 1995. Yeah. Like, I they did fine. I have no complaints. But it's also not like watching Planet of the Apes now, where you're like, holy fuck, they've got me convinced that's an ape that's talking.
2: Or The Jungle Book, and it's like, holy shit, the fucking Christopher Walken is a giant orangutan.
0: Yeah, I haven't watched that. It's good. Yeah. Can yeah. watch it with the kids? Yeah.
2: I mean, it's The Jungle Book.
0: Well, I didn't know if it was like Mowgli, It's Disney's The Mowgli, Jungle Book. Mowgli Sex or something, I don't know.
2: It's Disney's The Jungle Book. Okay, the same I as didn't... their Cinderella and...
0: The rest. Okay. Uh Maleficent. So they end up off the plane and uh Danny Pantleone is there. Joey Pantleone oh.
2: Danny? You mean Cypher from the Matrix? Yes. Yes. John Pantleone.
0: One of the members of Sunset's Auto Club is they is called Danny Pants. Hmm. And I think they call that guy Joey
2: Pants, Joe Paliano. I feel like it's a J name. It's like Joe Joe Paliano.
0: So, Joey Paliano uh, meets them there, and he's like his job is like he's He's liaison. He's he's the in between guy, right? Like the money that comes. He's the guy who.
2: He's the guy who sets everything up. He's the guy behind the guy. Yeah, he's the guy who sets everything up.
0: Yeah, Uh, so he they end up kind of getting stopped uh, by. The 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 military that's in charge of there's this a, area in there's Zaire who
2: happening yes so they're not in Zaire yet they no they're not in Zaire I'm sorry
0: but here here's where I'm going with this this military guy takes this bribe from Laura Linney and Peter right mm-hmm. and he accepts the bribe oh this is after he yells at Tim Curry for eating his coffee cake
2: oh we're <laughs> here now we are in Zaire you're talking oh
0: yes that's where I am
2: okay so they've already they've already gotten onto the plane or no? they've already joey pants met ernie hudson got into uh the truck and now the truck has gotten stopped sure okay
0: so anyway this military guy Mm -hmm. takes this bribe from laura liddy after he yells at Tim Curry for eating his coffee cake in a great scene because he insists that they eat the coffee cake and then as soon as Tim Curry takes the bite he yells at a beating for his coffee cake he says stop eating my coffee cake does he say like delicious
2: coffee cake doesn't he call it delicious coffee cake each time he tells him to stop eating it and so Tim Curry stops (laughs) and then he yells at him to stop like more and so he spits it out
0: i love tim curry's so great yeah. he's so i've really he's been in literally hundreds of things but i mm-hmm. still somehow feel like he was underutilized yeah. in his career if that makes any sense if yeah. that's possible but because
2: he's, he kind of he was in tons of stuff yes he, and but like he was always great
0: yes uh he is still he's still around is he mm, he's not doing great he's had a stroke or two and mm-hmm. Is
2: wheelchair-bound and stuff, but he's yeah, still with us. I, f- I thought he left us recently. No, he's still
0: around. Um, but he... <laughs> I do love that. Like like he can play a badass in things and like yeah. he played Pennywise, right? Like that mm-hmm. shows his range and this he just turns into this weak, shriveling like kind of Oh yeah. of 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 spineless dude. Yeah. Uh but anyway, so this badass dude that's just fucking with Tim Curry, takes the bribe and puts it in a full-size grocery bag mm-hmm. that's already all crumpled
2: up and yep. fucked up. This has been used on many, many bribes.
0: <laughs> and then staples the top of it. Like he has a stapler like seven sitting times. beside him. In like this luxurious like Egyptian quilt uh, or Egyptian rug mm-hmm. area and like these ten thousand dollar drapes yeah. and he uses a fucking staple mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the most absurd and fantastic decision that the director made like he yeah. did the director was like, "I don't want a leather bag. I don't want a fancy suitcase. Give me a crinkled brown paper bag and I want him to
2: staple it <laughs> And then he's like, "Don't want anyone get into that."
0: <laughs> it's so great. I love. I I I can't be. Why do I love that so much? In all seriousness, what 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 is the thing that that makes me hold on to it? Just because it's not the traditional thing of a briefcase? I mean, it's
2: just it's slightly absurd. Is it, yeah,
0: I, I I I love it, and everybody's obviously taking it so seriously because they're scared they're going to die.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, it's wonderful.
2: I feel like that's I feel like that's accurate though. Like it probably is uh, the. The backdrop of opulence and then the realities of people who don't really have much. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's a little North Korea-y.
2: I mean, it's very Africa-y. Yeah. With all the warlords and shit.
0: Sure. Uh, so they end up getting into Zaire.
2: Yeah, they get into a plane and jump off the plane. Mm-hmm. But before they do... Fucking the, the someone shooting fucking bazooka rocket-propelled grenades mm-hmm. at the ship. Yep. And Laura Linney is like also known some... as an airplane. Yes, at <laughs> at the airplane. Excuse me. Uh an airship, if you will,
0: a sky submarine.
2: <laughs> I've been I've been spending all day looking at a Japanese video game board game. So, they they very much are adamant that. Their new one has airships, uh, because that's a very JRPG thing. Anyway, Uh they're shooting rocket-propelled grenades at their fucking airplane, and Laura Lenny is like, well, somebody's got to do something. Mm -hmm. So she opens the door and fires a flare gun with 100% perfect accuracy and shoots the, the fucking grenades out of the air.
0: No, that's not what she's doing. They said that they're heat-seeking, so they're shooting it in that general direction, and then they are going to meet the flare.
2: they It looks like... I don't know. They're shooting flare guns at fucking missiles, they're shooting and, it's them? Hol- and it's fucking absurd and great.
0: It's heat-seeking. That's science, bro. <laughs> it's going towards the hot flare. They say okay. that they okay. say it's their he's seeking well i missed that in
2: my, they missed i missed that in my fucking giddiness at the absurdity i was about to watch hmm. and then was witnessing it incorrectly
0: was
2: correctly in my mind <laughs>
0: uh so I they
2: really enjoy things that are fucking stupid they end up
0: making it uh and ernie hudson who is great in this I love him.
2: He's fan- He just chews so much scenery, and it's yes. great.
0: He's got this bizarre accent that he just does the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, much like Tim Curry. Yes. They, either one's accents make any sense, no. I don't think. No. And they're just, they're both but they're great.
2: they're just chewing it up. I love it.
0: <laughs> uh, somehow he manages to parachute with a gorilla wrapped around his chest. Not strapped. The gorilla- Sedated? A gorilla? sedated gorilla that is still clinging to him, like there might be science behind that. Like, do they go into like like baby apes and monkeys, like will wrap their arms around their mothers? Is that what's was happening? I don't know. Or man. was it just not planned well?
2: Nineteen ninety five was happening.
0: Yes, uh, I don't understand how everyone could have landed that close together and their product their their stuff that they were jumping out because mm-hmm. even traveling like a minute in an airplane, you went miles. Yeah, they all hooked up really quick.
2: Yeah. And the last one to jump was like the second one to land. Yeah. Well, I think
0: that could happen depending on how you fall.
2: Maybe. And that was Mr. Erkin, by the way, who kicks Tim Curry out. I love Tim Curry. Who's just like, this isn't happening. Please kick, please push me out. And he gives him a little push. He's like, harder. He's like, okay. <laughs> he fucking boots him right in the ass. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Tumbles down.
0: Uh, uh, so then we raft for a while and we walk for a while and we walk for a while longer.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, they're chasing the signal and, uh, the, uh, they raft, they get some, some red shirts get eaten by hippos, mm-hmm. but then they make it to the mountain and the signal goes out. So laura Lenny's like well i don't know where to go but i think it's this way and then the gorilla is gonna go the exact pretty much opposite way and she's like well i don't know i'm gonna follow the gorilla
0: well the whole point that they were doing that was because they believed that she wanted to go home and tim curry was convinced her home was where all these diamonds
2: were. right but i don't think neither laura Lenny nor ernie hudson were convinced that tim curry knew anything about what he was talking about no and there's like they whatever. Right. Let's follow the gorilla. They were yeah, right. She leads
0: them right, fucking to it. Yes. Uh, they hook up with a ghost tribe. Yeah. Uh, and Laura Linney finds that there's finds out that there is a dead white man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's such a great actress because I believed that she cared at this moment. She looked so upset that she thought Bruce Campbell was dead. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you were really putting some effort into this killer monkey movie. Oh yeah, they. I mean, everyone is. Uh. And it was pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh it's not him though. No. Another Some guy comes to life just to be scared to death. Literally
2: scared to death.
0: Uh, the first of two people that are scared to death in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh they make their way to this uh this this place where uh they find uh that uh, they'd raised these they'd bred this horribly aggressive version of a gorilla mm-hmm. uh to act as guard dogs for their diamonds. Right. They turn on their masters, and now they've just spent generations living in the jungle guarding these diamonds. Mm-hmm. Tim Curry doesn't give a shit, though.
2: He wants those diamonds. He wants those fucking diamonds. The moment, like the moment Tim Curry is shown in to be in the audience with Amy, I was like, "Oh shit, Tim Curry's in this movie!" I can't fucking wait to see him die. <laughs> and I wasn't disappointed. No, uh, he dies some. Yeah, he gets he he gets a pretty good death. He gets mm-hmm. beaten up pretty good, and then. He gets Hulk smashed right in the head.
0: My favorite one at the very beginning is when they did, like it goes up behind him and like hits him in the calf. Yeah, <laughs> just just, just runs y'all. by. Was and... <laughs> I run by Fruiting.
2: Uh, Sweep the leg, John. Yeah. Uh,
0: so coinciding with this, there has been uh, a lot of uh, uh, plate tectonic movement mm-hmm. going on, right? Yeah. Uh, so now's the time that this. Uh, this volcano that they're on decides to go up.
2: Yeah. And this also, it turns out the volcano is a giant diamond geode.
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) Uh,
0: this, this final scene has genuinely haunted me for decades
2: of all the monkeys getting eaten by the lava. Yes. Not, not just that. Okay.
0: The big thing is the, when the monkeys decide to jump in the lava, there's multiple monkeys that just like, uh, that just like, uh, cannonball into the lava to kill themselves.
2: I see. I took it as, like they need to escape the ground to safety. They don't understand what the lava is, and they just wind up jumping in.
0: Maybe. I'm just telling you as a child, I was yeah. seeing gorillas commit suicide mm-hmm. and I've always told you like I've had this fire and burn thing, right? Like I've had multiple nightmares where like my brother is like takes a bale of hay, sits it on a fire and then just sits on the fire.
2: Mm-hmm. Like that's fucked up.
0: It's super fucked up. Like, and I'm, this is not a joke. It might stem from this scene in this movie. Wow. I don't know what, I don't know if it's a chicken or an egg. I don't, I don't know the order mm-hmm. that I had these nightmares and stuff, but it fucks me up Like, there'll be times like I'll burn my finger a little bit and I'll be like, remember fucking Congo when those gorillas (laughs) committed suicide by jumping in the lava. That's not a joke. I know. (laughs) I'm laughing because it's real. (laughs) It is real. Like this thing has stayed with me for a long time. And even when I, like when we planned this, I I hadn't thought about that, but I like, as soon as I was like, Oh, this is fucking, it's coming up. I was just anticipating it the whole time. And it, I don't know. Like, like, the movies that affect me emotionally, like you've seen, The Bridge, right? Mm-hmm. The Bridge, and Congo, right there together. The
2: Bridge, wait, it's a doc
0: documentary about people that commit oh, suicide no, on I the. Oh no, I know Sunday. about it though. Yeah. yeah, so I watched that. So like that and Congo were like my two emotional high points. Yeah. <laughs> for movie suicides. All right. Then.
2: <laughs> you never. Well, I guess. Did, did you ever watch um Miracle? Not Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. It's a Wonderful Life. No. No. Oh. Okay. I mean, that's a Christmas time suicide movie. Yeah. Do you ever? There's a documentary called.
0: Uh, it's like this movie is for George or this movie is for Harry, something like that.
2: Not that I can recall.
0: <sighs> yeah, I don't remember.
2: Cool. I don't Good story. story. It doesn't matter. Uh, that sounds like it was going to be a super downer, and you're just like, it was. I
0: just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> If you ever hate yourself, watch that documentary. Okay. <laughs> all right. We'll yeah, do. Good. Uh, and Laura Linney shoots the
2: satellite out of space. She because- fucking commits. She starts space wars. Yeah. <laughs> she fucking fires a laser and shoots down a satellite. She's She engages in space wars. And she looks good doing it. Mm, all right. All right. <laughs>
0: I think that might have been, like, the most, like, bro that I've got on this podcast. And it was for Laura Liddy. <laughs>
2: yeah, but is she as good as it gets? No, she's not. Mm. She's better. She's not as good as it gets. Mm. I feel like we
0: should start a poll. Like, <laughs> Laura Liddy or Helen Hunt. <sighs>
1: uh,
0: yeah. So, she destroys the satellite, because fuck him. Mm-hmm. And then... Her, Peter, and Ernie Hudson float away on a hot air balloon because yeah. they just needed like an exclamation mark for these modes of transportation. And
2: Amy goes off with the gorillas in the yes. Mm-hmm. It's a happy story. Yeah. Good. Anything else from Congo? No, just the space war. Wanted to make sure. I let everyone know that they engage in space war. Loud
0: Jason, I need you to settle this for us. Helen yeah, Hunt. Right,
2: right here, right here. Get on the microphone. Why, why do I need one if I'm loud? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Yes. Helen hi. Helen Hunt. Uh huh. Or Laura Linney. Who's Laura Linney? <laughs> Boom! I he, win. He will. He'll know who Laura Linney is. You'll recognize her. Okay.
2: You know who Helen Hunt is, though, yeah, right? I do know
0: who Helen Hunt is. She's the uh, the poor man's Laura Linney.
2: Okay. This is this is great airtime.
0: Hey, I'm trying to find a good picture here. Do, do, do. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> no
2: idea, just look at Laura Lenny from Congo.
0: Well, I searched Laura Lenny nude, She's and now I just have like a Congo. bunch of porn. Oh my God, look! So I searched Laura Lenny nude, right? And there's a nude scene. But here's the thing. You scroll down like one thing, Helen Hunt nude. Like they're they're paired together. The same people that are looking for Laura Linney nude <laughs> are are looking are looking for Helen
2: Hunt nude. That's awesome.
0: Oh, all right. Let me get rid of the nude here, and then we'll we'll you're gonna you're gonna decide, okay?
2: I thought you were just making a joke while you were vamping.
0: <laughs> you were sur- no, you were actually searching for Laura Linney nude. Here you go. That's Laura Linney, Laura Linney or Helen Hunt. They're both in the same genre.
2: What has she
0: been in? Everything in the world. Uh, Congo. See, We're talking about Congo right now. Why are you talking about
2: you? Like, Laura Linney <laughs> is just a slightly better Laura Dern.
0: I don't know what a Laura Dern is. From Laura Jurassic Dern Park? Is. I know Bruce Dern. Dern.
2: La- Laura, Laura Dern, really Dern is from Jurassic Helen Park. Helen Hunt
0: is more attractive than Bruce Dern. He
2: doesn't know who Laura Dern is because he hates David
0: Lynch. Yeah, I don't like David Lynch. But
2: Jurassic Park.
0: Never heard of it oh laura we, dern she looks like uh she looks like uh fucking less foot, attractive Laura foot, no she looks like a foot girl
2: sarah jessica parker <laughs> let's bro out on like <laughs> 90s <laughs> not, like women not even were- not even people like not even probably top 10 <laughs> or maybe not even top 20 of ladies from the 90s yes, that people will talk about like, exactly <laughs> Oh, remember that Cindy Crawford Pepsi commercial? Nah, man. Did you ever see Fucking As Good As It Gets? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that it gets much better.
0: All right. Next week. Next week. First movie. Next week.
2: By the way, I would I think I'm gonna pick uh Monkey Shines.
0: Yes. You're insane. Congo.
2: <laughs> Wrong. First movie. First movie. Uh okay. Uh is I feel like we almost watched this once. Is this I one? Think that we I think I presented it as an option maybe. Yeah. Uh HP loves crafts, Reanimator. Uh Death is just the beginning. There were there were dots there. So what do you no, know about
0: what do you know about this?
2: Uh I know that like the dude from Reanimator is like a famous character, like right the doctor dude. Mm-hmm. He's in that horror fan made video game. Mm-hmm alongside Pumpkinhead and freddy and jason and shit okay uh yeah so i just it's like a modern day frankenstein right
0: okay uh you've heard about the
2: movie though i've heard of the movie i don't know anything about it other than i have felt like it was one that you said it was
0: like on your radar or whatever
2: it's just because of that like i know about it from pop culture got it second movie second movie oh this is the one i know that's the one you know H.P. Lovescraft's (laughs) Re-Animator. So that was Re-Animator. This one's Re-Animator.
0: Yes. So this is the one you know that you're holding right now, Mm -hmm. directed by Stuart Gordon. We've watched a lot of his films.
2: Okay.
0: Starring uh, Jeffrey Combs, who we've seen in a lot of things. We just saw him as the uh, uh, gay uh, hotel guy that was eating. Mm -hmm. We just saw him in that. He was in From Beyond and a bunch of Stuart Gordon movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. And then the first one was the 19... I'm sorry 2017 version of the movie 2017 so I think 2017 yes
2: so we're watching the remake first uh
0: because I I know about, I get they're they're I think they're independent of each other because they're based off of the H.P. Lovecraft's things this isn't a remake of the movie yeah this is them each doing it from the book okay so we're doing one that I didn't know existed and then uh the classic that everybody references so
2: awesome That'll be fun.
0: Justin, what else you got for us?
2: Hashtag Team Helen Hunt. Laura
0: Linney.